Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Streaming now. Welcome aboard. It's uh, kind of like a pop-up edition of the Jim Fannin Show. Hello. <laughs> this is the Fruitful Womb website. I am joined with Lisa. Here's her Facebook page. You see the title. You know what we're going to be talking about. Thanks for joining. Lisa, thank you very much. I'm just going to move you over here and then full screen you. And then record you, and then do. Oh, oh no! Aiden Miller can't play him. No, no, no! Hi. Hi. How are you? Nice to Good. meet you. Yeah, okay, I guess that's kind of what we have to do now. Yeah. Uh, I we don't know each other, so and the people that are watching more than likely don't know who you are, or what you're all about. So take as long as you need to talk to us about what you've been up to for the last. 20 years of your life, give or take. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm Elizabeth Vanderwilt, but everyone calls me Lisa because I am a third generation Elizabeth and I live with two other Elizabeths. So they kind of have to call me Lisa. Otherwise, you know, who's coming to dinner or who's getting called, right? <laughs> so as you mentioned, I'm 20 years old. Um, I was homeschooled since grade three, but before I used to go to St. Elizabeth in Waynefleet. I lived in Wayne, Wayne Fleet until I was 15, so we moved to Shirkston about two years ago. Uh, let me think what else. <laughs> 20 years is a long time, yet there's not much to say. Stop it. It's a long time. I can't even remember being 20. <laughs> oh, okay, my so boyfriend what, can't either, he says. <laughs> some people don't. They're not good at talking about themselves. I don't happen to be one of those people, but... You oh. might be. Uh, so I appreciate your time. Thanks for doing this. Uh, I reached out after having Sa- Shandor, which is the proper pronunciation of oh, his name. Oh, okay, and good to know. You did not correct me all the way through the first interview. Oh. Thank you, Shandor. Uh, uh, I just call him Sander, so apologies then. No, no, I think he gets that quite a lot. So, <clears throat> And then uh, I talked to him about his uh, op- opposition to masking. Uh, he really drove home the point with his young son that's five years, uh, five months old, and then will be a year old by the time the mask bylaw has ended. Oh, uh, wow. It seemed like the impact on his mental health might be a consideration that we, we didn't think of. 
and that was powerful for me. Then he said media bullying. I'm like, wait, what? And I thought I had an idea who might be guilty of it because I've got some experience dealing with the media, local media and other media. And it's right up my alley. So I said, sure. Even though <laughs> I'm kind of suffering right now, I'm not well physically as far as I've got some oh. ailments that are really constricting me. But last week I went six episodes in a row and his, his was the sixth one. It was a Saturday. I didn't feel like doing it. So anyways, I, I pushed through poor me. Anyway, well, I say all that to say, you know, then we got in contact. So we've yes. talked about a little bit of this already, but we certainly haven't got your take on it. Um, I guess let's start out with the original story. Uh, you can be okay. concise on that. And then, you you know, if you want to elaborate on the bullying that you've received and from whom, who, who you've, who, who you've received it from. Wow. I got to stop drinking first thing in the morning when I wake up <laughs> before an interview. Yeah. So let's talk about the no frills incident incident. This okay. is in Port Colburn. You go in with your mother and sister, you're not wearing yes. a mask and what? Well, we always, normally that's for all of my life that I can remember. We've always gone on Wednesdays, um, shopping groceries. We need it. I live with seven people, you know, we have people that need to be fed. I have two teenage brothers and they like to eat. So needless to say, we need food. <laughs> so uh, we were walking down the vitamins aisle and I, I tried to be as precise as I could be. So it's clear to the point, not but uh, not necessary. Okay. <laughs> well, a gentleman comes up to us and he works at the store and my sister says she recognized him from previous occasions, but he told us we needed to wear a mask. And so my sister, she, I like to talk a big game and I can stand up to people when it comes to it, but I cower in fear apparently. So I'm dead silent. I look like, you know, someone just threw a rock at me. Okay. So just <laughs> interrupt. So, what was your first response to you need to wear a mask from either one si of you? Yeah. My sister mentioned that we were medically exempt. Okay, great. So there was no, and, I don't wear masks. Don't tell me what to do. No. I'm medically, you're sure this is important. Yes. You, the first words out of your mouth in response to, let's call it the manager, Karen, um, you're medically exempt. Did she speak yes. for all of you when you said that? Yes, okay, she does. Great. Um, I'm not of, of liberty to say what they have. They would not like that disclosed, no, no, so no, I just cool. won't. And but, nor do you um, have to, to get service. Yeah. So my sister, she, my father had made a card that has the bylaw uh, linked to it so that people can look it up since people don't maybe have read the entire thing, right? So my uh, the manager person or whatever, he took a picture of it back in front and then he left us alone. So we continued on to our groceries uh, where he came back to us and was like, no, I showed this to my boss. He said, you are not allowed to be in this store. So you have to leave right now or wear a mask. So my mother said, well, let us just pay for these groceries and then we'll leave because you know we can't. So they were like, no, 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 you can't even buy these. You have to leave now. So, of course, I I was starting to freak out more than I probably should have already because I get my stomach is very weak. So I get very nauseous in situations like this. So the guy's lucky I didn't fly chumps at him. <laughs> to so be honest. you're not one that uh, 
goes looking for confrontation, you run from no, it. not in not in a single way. In my head, I do. Tell I talk a big sister. game. Your but... sister's the mean one that wants to fight in public, right? Nope, no, not at all. Kidding. She calls me the scene maker. <laughs> Apparently, I make scenes. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, "You make scenes," and I'm like, "I don't make scenes. I don't want nobody getting. Younger I don't sister. Want yes, yeah. Oh, I'm no the oldest. Wonder. Of four. She don't know. Are you the oldest <laughs> in the family? Yes, I am. Okay. So uh, my mother was like, well, we don't have a mask. So he had said, no, 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 we'll get you one in the back, et cetera. So my mom then went to get the mask and I told her I'm not wearing it. And my sister and I, we both wanted to leave. We both just wanted to forget about it, go somewhere else and forget the nightmare occurred. Yeah, there's another <laughs> but my mother was down the street. Yeah, my mother was determined that she wanted these groceries that we had gone because there was a sale or something on certain things. And, you know, to feed a lot of people, you don't want to spend too much money. So my mother returned with the masks and then they kind of left us alone-ish. The person seemed, at least this is in my opinion, I can't speak of what he's actually doing, but uh, I felt like he was just watching us to see how we were reacting to the situation. Like I couldn't wear it. I put it on my chin. My sister left the, the store. She just didn't want to be there. So she went outside, took a breath for some air to like figure out what to do a little bit. So my mother and I, we went to try to continue on and I was wearing a wrap like I always do. So I just kind of flung that across my face a little bit loosely so I could still breathe. <laughs> and then, um, then we were going, my sister came back in, we finished our stuff and we went to check out. So the cashier has known me since I was a little girl. So she's, she's comfortable, comfortable around us. So uh, the lady, she's like, no, you have to wear the mask. Cause I, I have let my, my wrap fall down a bit because I was trying to put the groceries on in the conveyor belt. And so she's like, no, 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 you need to wear the mask. There was a meeting that I would lose my job if I didn't enforce it. So that's why I told her, I'm really not in a mood. Can I just please put the groceries and how about you close your eyes? You're not watching me then. So um, that's, she's like, no, no, you really have to. So then I was like, okay, then I'm done. So I told mom, I just have to go outside. I, I need to go. So Maybe I make a scene, but I was, there were quite a few tears shed <laughs> after the incident. I may have, yeah, just a, just a little bit. I, I'm known as a crybaby, so that's okay. I'm okay with saying that. So then uh, that's how I wrote my post, actually. My sister and mother were busy, and so I wrote it then. <laughs> so just to be clear, it was the post that you put up there that actually created the firestorm of oh yeah 100 percent. i will admit that writing a post right after you're hurt or angry with someone is maybe not the smartest idea because you didn't clearly think about it right. and i will admit that is shame on my fault for not proofreading wow, and like wow. totally being smart about it but yeah. i was kind of blindsided by the entire situation because we've been doing groceries since um middle of july right after my birthday so so give me an indication of your thought process then. Are you normally one that posts on your social media personal details, frustrations when you're angry? Not right away, but I am very open about who I am. Okay. I'm I'm that type of person. I kind of wear my heart on my sleeve. So that's so why I've got you. So this isn't any different than any other post that you ever put up there. You're upset. No. You You really think you've got an angle here. You maybe want to boycott the store or cause some commotion. That, make people I wasn't aware. really trying to commose a, co cause a commotion, but I was just telling people because in the group, I did notice quite a few people were posting about stores to kind of avoid because mm -hmm. they had such a drama. So I've kind of been con conveying a list. 
So I wanted to add my okay. incident to the list for people. Just to, if you had to do it over again, would you post exactly what you posted? If you could, if you had, okay, 2020, I get it. You're, you know, I'm not putting this as an excuse, but I, I do remember being 20 years old. I'm not the same man that I was when I was 20. You um, never are. Again, that's not a crutch. But now looking back, would you have made the post? Not the same way. I would tell the story still, but I would definitely rewrite. So what entirely. was wrong with, what would you change about the post that you think... Well, I'm not saying that you you say you think it's wrong, but if you're reconsidering, then what was it about it that was what makes you reconsider the wording of it and what what would you change? People thought I was racist. You know, and again, I think that's up to the individual what they think I am, but okay, so I know who maybe I am. Maybe we need to do this right off the bat. Do you will you disavow white supremacy in all its form? Joe Biden. Yes. No. <laughs> okay. That's a joke. Okay, so there's so many people out there that are, you know, you know, in this political climate. Will you... So, let me just put it this way. Have you ever been known to be racist? No, not one Do you consider yourself racist? In the, little, no. in the least. Okay. No. And so, they came after you based on what you said in the post, and we can share that, I think. Yes. I'm going to yeah. try and share that. <laughs> I'm not sure how that'll go. But uh, tell us about what you would have changed in the post that indicated that I you might would be not have mentioned anything about African American people or Jews in that time period. I did not relate it as I I shared the different uh, differences between the words understand, relate, compare kind of thing. Because some people, I know English is a hard subject. I know I even have trouble with it still. But I'm like I know the difference between words a little bit. So a little bit. I don't I don't claim to be no expert or anything like that. So that really was a trigger for a lot of people that's i think the whole reason why i've had over eighty thousand shares on the post Eesh. and my video my video has it over five thousand views and i've had messages from people even in africa that i didn't even know that they cared that much about me i appreciate it but you know i didn't know okay now give me i'm sharing my screen now <clears throat> yes, give me an indication where where you're your your post is here because i'm on did i send it to you because i don't know if i saved <laughs> i just saved as much as i could cassandra was like i apologize if i'm saying that there it is here it is there go okay here we yeah. go so i hope you can see this all right let me yep. no not, not you oh no, you can sorry <laughs> sorry <laughs> not you i'm listen i'm so rude when i'm drunk in the morning <clears throat> Okay, at this moment in time, I have nothing good to say about the no frills in Port Colburn. My sister and my mother and I went shopping like we always do, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so we heard yeah. the story. Okay, here we go. And it's somebody's got underlined here. I have a new understanding of the treatment that our African-American community had to deal with in the 60s and how the Jews felt with World War II. Now, admittedly, that's probably any time you go near war, racism, um genocide extermination of a race yeah like i mean i'm even sensitive to kind of using war analogies when it comes to football right so i get i get it you, you probably could have worded it better but basically what i hear you saying is 
I've been discriminated against, and now I know, you know, save for the Jews that were actually m- murdered, and I guess we yes, could say yeah. that about the, uh, about, uh, I don't know, black people. They're not African, okay? They maybe came from, like, they're as African as I am Irish, okay? We've been here a long time. So they're just black Americans. Um, but you feel like this is what brought on the hate this comparison 100% okay like I said I didn't try to compare and I did use the word understanding because growing up like I'm a very empathic person I care a lot about people I don't understand that such things could occur in our history and I do remember because like I said I was homeschooled I do remember like telling my mother like how is this possible like really why are people like murdered over the fact of their color of their skin or the fact that they're just Jewish. You know what I mean? Like I did not get that. So for me, this was kind of like, you know, really people can be mean just because I'm not wearing a mask. And I've said my reason, I tell you I'm medically exempt, you know, it's something I can't change about myself. Like I've tried, like, I, I think I sent you the messages from my uh, ex client there, but she had just said, Oh, eat your vegetables and, you know, eat your red meat and you'll be fine. You'll get rid of it. And I'm like, I've been trying for that for the past six years and it has not worked. I have not gotten my numbers up. I've had it so dangerously low since I was 14 years old. It's just, it, it doesn't go for me too great. So like, I can't fake that. That's not a fake thing. Like I have even the stats and everything from the doctors, but it's just like, it just made me realize that such things could occur. Now, as I've grown up, like I said, I do realize that these things have happened, but it's like, they really do. You know what I mean? Like I just, it woke up to me a bit. And so part of what I was saying in the post was mainly what I had reiterated to my mother and my sister to kind of get the lash of all my yelling and, you know, venting. <laughs> so I think I just ended up using the words that I said there into the post. And it just kind of like transpired to a thing where people thought I said one thing when I did not. <laughs> Tell me about our traditional mainstream media. Who's picked it up? What's the reaction been like? We're going to go through the shaming, and maybe I want to downplay that more. Now that I think of it, I thought maybe we'll go through each. You know what? I've gotten hate mail for 45 days in a row before. I know what it's all about. Um, I will give you props for staying above ground. And I use that figuratively, obviously, but in this day and age, you don't know. People struggle with their mental health, with uh, isolation, with employment, with purpose, with faith, with all kinds of things. And so you could just as easily be on the edge of ending it all. So, you know, if that pertains to you, you don't seem like that. But, hey, mental illness travels in all of us at some degree. Yeah. So I'll give you props for staying above ground, both figuratively and literally, because, you know, you could have gone and hidden, right? You could have just gone underground, and I don't mean off yourself. I mean, you could have just just ran from all the everything. Block everyone, take the Facebook page down, don't talk to media and stuff like that. So props to you for staying up, because I've been there several times before when— Maybe not several times, but I can think of a couple times where the national media was looking for a comment from me. And in that time, much younger, just hid, you know, Uh, maybe I wasn't 
uh, convicted on my purpose or what I was doing was correct, obviously not, or I would have stood up for it. So you must have that conviction. So props to you for that. But tell us about the traditional media, the people you, that you hoped would treat you fairly in the newspapers or, or radio stations or TV stations, whatever. I don't know what to what extent. I know the Standard or the Nagar Dailies picked it up quite significantly and could even be responsible for fanning the flames of this tension. So tell, talk to me about the media, like not the social media, but the traditional media reaction. Well, I'll just go back for a second because you were talking about mental health. And like five years ago, I uh, suffered severely from depression. And there was an occasion where I actually had an actual suicide attempt planned and almost acted through a pawn kind of thing. And from there, I've gotten a lot better. But, you know, if I look back and if this situation had occurred then, I don't think I would be okay. So like just on that situation, like people do have issues and I'm glad you brought it up because, you know, I don't stay silent about it. What happened to me? Because I hated that time in my life. How old were you? And that's why I was 15. 15. So a different part of your puberty, Yes. uh, you know, which has severe mental health effects, especially for women. I hate to say it, but a puberty is for both of us. We get testosterone, we jump off roofs and you guys get emotional and other things so okay so that's behind you good i hope that continues um as for the media i wasn't looking for any attention from this i literally just wanted to tell the people who were against masks who can't wear masks that they knew to stay away from that so they wouldn't have to feel as upset as i did because i was bullied in grade school i hated it if i look back on it parts of me wish i fought back a bit instead my mother took me out and i was able to just live a little bit (laughs) But so much of that from school has affected who I am. And that's partially why I was so hurt when I was 15. I was suffering with that because I still took all those comments to truth because everything people say to me, little stabs at myself slowly. You know what I mean? Like it's little bullets that are just affecting me slowly and eventually get a gaping hole. (laughs) So I wasn't wanting any media attention at all. Oh, your internet connection is unstable. How about not? It's probably, it could be. Oh, maybe it's me. I don't know. It should say your mental connection is unstable if it's talking about me. Um, shoot, I forgot where I was going with that now. Okay, so continue. Um, <laughs> I wasn't wanting any media attention or anything like that. I just right. wanted to tell others about right. it. Right. But I do know. I do know. But I did forget <laughs> that the group is public. All the posts you say in there are open. People can see that. Okay, so now, we should back up a little bit then. You belong yeah. to Hugs, Hugs Over Masks, Masks. Niagara yes. chapter, which is yeah. run, used to be run and started by Shandor that I've interviewed a couple times, one over the masks, one over your media bullying. And he refused to approve your post. Yes, he did tell me that. that. he was going to protect you. Uh, from the mob because it's a public group. And so you forgotten that it was a public group. You thought it was a closed group of like minds. In my head, when I was making the post, I did forget at that time. But after the realization. Oh, stupid. I'm used to the closed groups. I mean, like most of my Facebook groups are private and they're just, you know, an open space to like release it. And so that's, yeah, that's kind of why I was, when you think about it logically and everything, yep. then I was like, oh, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, so maybe Shandor even refuses to approve the post to protect you. Another admin says, nah, I'm going to let it go. And then it starts. Yes. <laughs> so now was this post on your wall as well? No, I, okay. I didn't plan on sharing it. I had a client, which I'm sure we'll read later kind of thing, but she had messaged me and then I was like, you know, I'm going to share kind of thing. Then I had some, I have some friends from different races and cultures and stuff like that. And so then they started coming at me kind of thing. Oh. So I was like, I'm going to remove that and I'll tell people, you know, like I'll clarify to you all, you know, this kind of thing. So I did make a video then, which like I said, is at 5,000 something views. <laughs> Can't keep track of it anymore. Okay, so your but, video response to your initial post, how how viral did your initial post go? That was at 80,000 shares, someone told me last, because I've kind of been taking a hiatus from Facebook just so I can sleep at night and right. not staying awake and waking up at 4 a.m. But like, Chandler removed that post from yes, the group, which means it can't be viewed or shared anymore other than people that took screenshots of it, let's say. Exactly, yeah. Okay, so 80,000 shares? Yes. Wow, you hit uh, viral gold there, young lady. That's what I told my mom. Everyone was just so happy What's to see up, my face. Yo? You know, even with you tears, I look great. Tears, bitch. <laughs> Good for you. Okay. Well, I've got over 150 nasty messages. Like, my brother was here yesterday just deleting them all because, you know, get rid of that. <laughs> I wonder if there's ever a place where that will become inspirational for you. I've got many... I've heard before, when you're feeling down, go to your LinkedIn referrals, your recommendations. And my, I'm telling you, I remember the last time I didn't do that for that reason, but I remember one time going through and looking at the recommendations or whatever they call them, personal testimonies, whatever yeah, what they call like them. Yeah, like testimonials, resume, you know, that kind uh, of stuff. Reference, personal references or whatever. Oh. I remember going and looking at them and going, what the, Wow. Wow, I'm a good guy. Look at all these great things I've done with people and that affected people and stuff like that. I wonder if there's a place for going back and reading all the old hate mail. I don't know. I don't <laughs> want to read the old hate mail. <laughs> I, I just was literally removing. I don't respond to people. I think I've responded to two occasions, which I showed you. There's one lady. She had sent a message. I don't know if you have to block that out or not, but... Uh... I, I shared it, but my brother, he's like, oh, please let me, please let me, because she didn't spell plague right. And so my brother's like, let me correct her, please. And I'm like, okay, you can correct her. <laughs> so we just put a plague and then a star, and then I was deleting the message. <laughs> All right. Cool. Yeah. All right, so the local media. Yep. <laughs> How did they contribute? Well, we all know Grant. I can't even say your last name, so I'm not going to try. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can't even say his last name. Well, we don't all know Grant like I know Grant. Uh, some oh, people you know, know Grant. Some people know Grant as a very professional, award-winning um, columnist, investigative reporter, very straight-laced guy that's never would never say shit if he had a mouthful. Now, Grant LaFleche is, is not that guy. I can tell you that. He's vindictive. He's um, mm, he's consumed, in my opinion, with a make-work project in a dying industry of media of paper, you know, where they still print ink on old trees. And I, like him or not, 
I think he's guilty of kind of nitpicking something to death. The last time I was involved in a hate, a hit, a hit piece, let's call it. <laughs> okay. In his paper. It was clear, not only by the writing of the article, that it was one-sided, but when the mob came to Grant to tell him to take the link out of the article and to change this, and I don't like the photo and change my quote, he was only too happy to revise it. And every time someone came in with a new comment, it made the front page of the standard again. So for three weeks, they were renewing the story all over. You know, here's an addendum. Here's, oh, no, someone else commented. And someone, oh, Jim Bradley wrote a statement. Boom, run the story again. Oh, Wynn and Niagara, Women's and, uh, Network, whatever. They commented and their members include all these people. And then it, be, it goes to the top of the list again. Mine was about a podcast similar, well, not similar to this. It was a monologue, but. Ah, it was a little funny, and I used some select language about a female politician that, you know, you probably would not enjoy being called the words that I called this particular woman. But it just kept resurfacing over and over and over and over and over. So and it I, not up. most people, no, most people don't know the bias that exists within media. And locally, it's no different, and it's been like that yeah. a long time. So, anyways, your experience. Sorry. No, no, no. I, I'm glad to listen. I like to hear stories. I'm, I'm a people person. This has always well, kind of been it's kind of my thing. So <laughs> to see such things, it's not new, but <laughs> it's not new to get hate mail for me. Like I said, I was bullied in school, and so I'm used to always having that i've had it not just in school but by healthcare providers and just like the whole list of them i've just had it so it's not new but i am a people person and i like to try to quote unquote please people no, I will, <laughs> you know what i mean? will draw you to the attention extent. to the, the the possibility that like i'm thinking okay so you're bullied as a child maybe more relentlessly than some i think at some level we're all bullied as children and yes which i did to, post in my twitter you know, we have to learn to kind of Reply. suck it up and get thick skin and and learn you know what these people don't know who i am um but i wonder because i'm thinking here okay i wonder if the abuse from you as a youth made you more susceptible now i don't think so like you might think so but I'm telling you, it hits you just as hard, even if you weren't beat up. Like I was beat up as a kid here and there. And yeah, I was a bigger kid. So I was bullied by the much bigger kids. Like I was always tall and looking four or five years older, even at five, you know, I was, you know, so, but yeah, I don't think that, yeah, I don't think that you're permanently bruised from what happened when you're a child. Do you? I think I've gone over it a lot in the years I've the things kind of stay with you in certain incidents. And right. I know I'm different than other people. Like, like you said, some may be really good at like toughing it up. I can't admit that I am like, it's literally, even this year I've been working on it. It's just like push it out. And like part of my business I've dedicated to literally body positivity because I've heard so many people that during pregnancy and postpartum that they're upset with how they look and everything and that they're discouraged with that. So that's kind of been my aim too, is to make people feel like, you know, you are beautiful. You just have to own it. <laughs> You know what I mean? But discouraging comments from people do kind of give little pinpricks of discouragement your way, I'm going to say. So 
I think I am toughing up about it. Like this hasn't affected me the way I thought it would when it started happening. I was like, oh my, what am I going to do? <laughs> I was kind of panicking a little because I'm like, what happens if you get back to such a negative space you once were at? But so far it's been pretty good. There's certain nights, you know, I'd rather not think about, but. Okay. So what if I told you like six months from now, this is it's all going to mean nothing. Would you believe I me? think it will. Oh, uh, I 100% think it will. I'm in a very happy space in my life right now. Uh, my boyfriend and I are going in good places. So, you know, I'm looking forward to those kind of things that the other stuff is just like you're in a room with headphones on and the rest is just background noise. So that's the kind of way I'm seeing it right now. And some nights, like I said, it sucks and I go weird spaces, but that's why I took a little hiatus from social media. And I was just like listening to music, enjoying and things like that. And then I was like, I have a study group that I have to talk to. So I'm like, I have to log Facebook back on. So I told my brother, go look to make sure you delete some of the messages. Cause I don't, I don't want to see it no more. <laughs> How long were you off? I was off for about six days. Before, before I decided to contact my study group. Wow. And then you was Six yesterday. Six days so. for a millennial to be. Hey, I've been addicted to Facebook since I was 13. This is, that was hard for me, okay? <laughs> no. Hey, I'm making fun, but I, I'm no different. I, I'm, uh, what, what am I, Gen Z, I think? I'm not a boomer. I'm the one that comes after boomer. I think I'm Gen Z. I, I don't know. I think they're ridiculous, but it's definitely difficult to pull the plug in social media it is. It it's such an addiction the dopamine rush and the, oh, someone likes me and i wonder how that mixes in with there's is there a dopamine rush when you're getting forty-five thousand hate mail messages i don't know i didn't i didn't love it i the thing is i've always thought you know maybe one day hey it would be cool if i were famous kind of thing like who doesn't have those thoughts right but i always thought it would be for my books that i write or you know maybe i wrote an award-winning doula thing or something to make people like it. but the thing is it is what it is i said what i said and like i said if i offended people that i wish i could take back because that's not my intention at all but do i regret posting my situation and talking about it no, no, I don't, because I don't believe bullying is right. And what the store did, I don't believe was right. So you would have rephrased it. Yes, But you 100%. still would have been out with it. And, yeah. and let me suggest, even the rephrasing probably wouldn't have softened the blow any, anymore because people are just looking for something to be, and I put myself oh, in this, exactly. I put myself so in this category all the time. That, you know, it... I don't want to believe this about myself, but there is an, an element of looking to be outraged over something. I see it every day. I am outraged over multiple things every day. Now, I don't say that I go looking for it, but if you find it in a certain place, why would you keep going back there expecting to see, you know, ponies and rainbows? So I think people are looking for someone to blame. They're very upset about how this thing is going. So people who aren't wearing a mask, we are the enemy because we're the one who's telling them that they have to stay locked up longer or, you know, we're just the enemy that they've attacked themselves to. And I get it. You're upset. You want to look for someone to blame and you want to focus that because who, who do we blame? You know, people have said China in the beginning and that was, you know, wrong and everything. And they've just gone on with people to blame. Then it's Trump. Then it's this. And they're like, there's no one to blame. It is what it is. You just have to roll with the, you know, for lack of a better word, shit that we just got to go through. Okay, I want to get back to the media thing, but before we do, yeah. on Twitch, we have uh, 
a viewer. Okay. He's asked, FK in the coffee has asked, so you're anti-mask. I would say, first of all, you want to wear a mask? Wear your right? freaking mask. I think you look like a dildo wearing one in the car by yourself and walking down the beach and swimming in the lake. Okay. I, I don't personally believe that it's doing anything like the lockdown. It's killing more people probably. And I think we'll look back on it and go, oh, those masks were toxic to wear. Oh, yes. we've been breathing formaldehyde or, or, or little shards of fiberglass or something like that. You want to wear your mask, wear your mask. Um, and this is when I had, um, who's the girl I had on the other day after Sandor? She presented at um, regional council. Oh, Can't man. think of her, her name. Name's going away from me. And she said, you put anti-mask in the title. I'm not an anti-masker. I just don't wear one. You want to wear one, exactly. wear one. So that's my take on it. Is Do you kind of share those? Oh, yeah. I always tell people, I had one person ask me, like, oh, you're anti-mask this. And I decided to email her back because she was literally just asking questions, and I felt comfortable talking to her because it wasn't filled with hate. And as I told her, if you decide to wear a mask, if you know you can wear a mask or whatever, then that's you. I know me, I can't wear a mask. I've tried it once, I hated it. I don't wanna talk about that. <laughs> but you know, in general, just I can't. So I know what I can do and what I can't do. And you know what you can and can't do. I can't tell you what to do because I don't know what you have gone through in your life. And you don't know the same with me. So that's the way I've always seen it with this stuff. So I didn't to say I'm anti-mask, I'm just anti-being forced to do it. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that um, I would hate the mask or that it would be logistically so, um, I mean, my glasses are fogging up. Uh, I only wore one once. It was in a doctor's office. And for whatever reason, they set me up on the phone. Like you got to wear a mask when you come in. And this is the first time I've gone anywhere where I didn't say, you know what? I can't wear one. And yeah. So I went and then they brought me a reusable thick mask that didn't fit right. Yeah. I, you know, I'm a big guy and I put it on and I was kind of pulling it away from my, uh, I don't know, just go over. So I was kind of pulling it away from my face to let the CO2 out because it's uncomfortable and it's disgusting. Yeah. And I didn't, that was my first experience with it, but it was a reusable homemade mask. It didn't smell fresh. I'm sure it had been washed. I'm not saying that they made me wear someone else's mask, but it it, it wasn't like you want, you want me to wear a mask from now on. You bring me in a brand new paper mask out of the box and you know, don't touch it. Um, anyways, I didn't know that it was going to be that logistically uncomfortable. But yeah, my glasses are fogging up. I'm just sitting there with my ear pods in watching Crowder. And she came around the desk and she said, James, you're, you're going to have to rebook uh, if you don't wear your mask properly. I'm like, well, it's, I'm trying. I've got it on over here. Like, I don't, I can't wear masks. And I'm just trying to, oh, well, you didn't tell us that. I said, well, I'm trying to play by the rules here. So she got kind of short with me and then said something stomped off. I didn't hear what she said, but she came back with a shield and she said, would this help? I'm like, yes, for sure. Anything is better than trying to breathe through a big cloth. Like, yeah. So I put the shield on. No problem. Yeah. The shield steamed up a little bit at the bottom, but at least my glasses weren't. And at least I wasn't bathing in CO2. 
So I didn't, I have not worn one because of chronic bronchitis. My breathing <clears throat> is not the best. At, yeah. at the, it's not great at the best of times. But then when I put it on, I'm like, jeepers, how do people wear these things? Especially the homemade ones, the thick ones. And I think we're going to look back and go, oh, huh. oh, yeah. And now I'm glad I haven't put one on. So, yeah. Anyways, I'm blathering. Um, no, no, no. Like, see, I did not know you had bronchitis. And anyone walking by the store does not know that you have bronchitis. Mm-hmm. Yet they're giving you a look like, oh, how could you come out here now I wearing a mask? I have no troubles in, in, in public yet. And I no problem. I bless you. I wish you luck. I have not, there are wolves out there. I have not put one on in public <clears throat> unless I'm being paid. If you're paying me to MC an event, you want me to wear a st- you want me to wear a mask on the stage? Okay. Um, you know, at my church, if I'm volunteering, and you want me to wear a mask, and I want to volunteer, I'm going to wear the mask to volunteer. I'm not going to go there and say, "Well, I'm not wearing your mask." Like, no. I mean, if you want to, you got to play by the rules. If you want to be employed or you want to volunteer so um but it's i'm gonna i'm gonna be taking it off at the first available opportunity not because i want to be a shit disturber because it sucks and i don't want to breathe that crap yeah not alone bathe in my own waste yeah anyways we're going around in circles this is nice have you got some time um, oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're yeah there's on, lots of time. Yeah, I don't have another call till two. So yeah, okay. We're coming up on an almost an hour already. So I, I get, I'm I good at get talking back to the local uh, fish wrap bird cage liner uh, contributor Grunt LaFlushi. Oh. Yeah, I don't know his official name, like his last name. I'm sorry, I can't pronounce it. I just like I just call you Grant. I've heard about you. My dad, when he first joined the group, he got some flack from the guy. So this family he is not unknown to <laughs> well it's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way oh of course yeah 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 100 <laughs> percent. so anyways t- tell me about how he made things worse for your life well he had the nerve to share the post on his tumblr with screenshot and of um pardon tumblr oh no twitter sorry okay <laughs> oh sorry um so he shared it account? on twitter And uh, he decided to black out my name because he didn't know if I was a teenager or not. So as uh, Sander and I had mentioned, still none the same. You decided to share a post that you didn't know if I was a teenager or not. Wow. Good, good score. You're going after someone, you know. (laughs) So just in case she's a teenager, I'm still going to out her. I'm just going to black. I'm going to redact her name. Yeah, of course. Sh- shouldn't that, 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 but even though, as he mentioned on his post, it's public. So literally, people could just go to the group and booyah, see my name. I actually even had someone make a fake profile. I think I showed it to you where she decided to use my beautiful, lovely photo shoot that I did with my sister. Use it and write terrorist on it. You yeah, right. Um, you know. Wow. Apparently that's what I am. Besides, um, I think what did I write here? That I was also called a killer and a fat cow was one of them. Okay. That I, where, I yeah. Where's does the thing with the babies come in? Oh, because that's your job. Yes, that's oh, so my that's job. Why they keep going. I hope you never get pregnant. I hope you you never look after anyone's children and blah blah blah. Yes. Oh, okay. I got one it because... person had the nerve to say that I should I should get children's aid called on me. 
I will make a clarification to everyone right here, right now. I have not been to a birth since March. I have not stepped foot in a hospital. I have not helped people. I have been at home. Okay, so... so I have not helped anyone except virtually. Man, we're taking a long time to get to Grant, and that's just fine because it's more about you. Tell us what what do you do? What services? Okay, pimp your your business a little bit. The website, <laughs> the the, um, the underlying commitment. What services you provide? And you don't have to get into pricing, but are you okay. making a living at that? Or uh, well, I'm starting it up. This is my second year doing okay. it. Um, um, so I'm a doula. So I help people emotionally, physically, and informationally through uh, childbirth, through postpartum time period. And I'm just like a support worker for them in those moments. See, doula so, means, I've never heard that word before, doula. Is that like a... It's a Greek word. It means servant back in the day. So is that so, like a midwife or... No, I don't deliver any babies. I I don't oh. have the training to actually like deliver a child. And if you see half the people who do leave spam nicely that I deleted, half of them don't know what I do either. Okay. Thinking that I deliver right. babies. I don't. Nor do they I'm, know your heart or who you are as a person. Exactly. Right. So I'm just like a support person. I literally, I give all of myself to try to make sure that you are supported enough. Like you have during the birth, say I would help you run and get supplies, different things that you need. You know, I do uh, different comfort measures with Rebozo and like different things like that. And postpartum, I'm kind of like, I don't like using the word because people always jump to weird conclusions with it, but I'm kind of like a little in-house, not servant. I don't like that word, like an extra hand. So I, I'll help with cooking a little bit. I'll help with dusting or light chores. I'm, I suck at cleaning, <laughs> but I, you know, just help with the baby, help with you. Like, you know, some mothers have C-sections. They can't get out of bed for six weeks. So I'm just that extra hand. Be like, let me use my feet to go get you this or that kind of stuff. So. I have not helped anybody though, since this stuff has started. So people are thinking that I'm coming after children and I've got it. Um, this is where the swearing part comes in. I've even got a call and I, I just deleted it. Otherwise I wouldn't even play it for you. Uh, that said, I am a fucking baby killer. <laughs> that that's what I got in my message. I showed it to my, my parents and they were like, I oh. have to laugh at that. It's so absurd. I remember somebody came to my Jim Fannin show page and <clears throat> I was in the mood to kind of defend myself. And, and she said, I'm sorry for the language. The word I used that was most offensive was cunt. It was, it was, you dumb fucking cunt. You dumb fucking cunt. Like, have you not seen Ricky Gervais? Like, it, you know, anyways, it doesn't matter. But she told me, you came out of a cunt. I'm like, wow, I, I don't think you knew my mother was dead, but whatever. They, at some point, you have to look at that and go, so that is so, that, that that's actually funny. <laughs> yeah, I've started to laugh more Baby and kid. more about this situation slowly. My boyfriend <laughs> is through the roof pissed, to say for a lack of better word. He's Excuse literally me. like, I was telling him the situation and he was like, if somebody comes after you, I'm going to come right there and I'm going to protect you. Don't you dare think about it. Like if anyone comes at you, I'm done. Cause that's what he said after this interview, if people start coming after me again, he's like, I won't be quiet this time. I'm going to stand up to them. <laughs> Which interview this one? Yeah. He's okay. like, if people start coming after me because of this, I'm like, nah, it There's doesn't matter. No one watching. Don't don't worry about it. Just just ignore it. They actually, I did screenshot you there. What my boyfriend got messaged on his profile, and I I told him to delete it because I don't want his parents to see that about me. <laughs> but 
they asked him if he was as retarded as his girlfriend. They had the nerve to say that to him. They, they have not left it, it. I am fine if you come after me because it was my decision to post it and it was mine, but they have gone after my friends and their businesses leaving nasty reviews. They have gone after friends that I am, you know, known for maybe a short time or a long time, emailing them nasty shit about me. And I'm like, fine about me, but why are you so bored to go after these people who have done nothing? You know what I mean? It's not like, funny. I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> It's fine. It's okay. Like, uh, I don't know. It's a weird situation. That's all. I'm assuming you didn't <clears throat> respond to that one. No, no. My boyfriend just showed that to me. He's like, do you really want to see it? I'm like, yes, I, wa I want you to post it here because on your that's video. that's funny. Don't not show that to me because that's freaking hilarious. I'm, I'm sorry. Tempted. I did send it all to you in the messages there. I sent all I'm the pictures. tempted. And I don't know if I want to put all that stuff up there. Maybe I should because it looks bad. It, it only... Uh, I don't need to tell you that these people really have so much hate in their heart that they're just looking to hate someone else as much as they hate their own life and their own body and their own selves and stuff like that. So, um, I don't think people use 2020 as the way they should have this year. They really should be focusing on taking up new hobbies, doing things for yourself. And instead they turned to the internet and started going ugly. And that's the unfortunate situation of it. But you know, I'm sure these people have good parts to them as well. I'm just not fortunate enough to see them. That's all. <laughs> so Grant publishes in the paper. Oh, that was in the paper. That's right. Because Shandor said, because I went, what's this? He goes, dude, it was in print. Did it like, really? Oh. I don't even know that. Did it? I thought that's what D does somebody me. Does somebody have a copy that can give me? I'll take it. <laughs> Nobody buys oh. the freaking standard. Are you nuts? I don't know, but if someone does have it, if you're watching, you're totally welcome to email me. I want a copy. I, I'm pretty sure. I didn't know I made paper too. That, whatever it was that censored. Well, where did you see it? Was it in social? Twitter. Oh, Sanders sent it to me. Um, but I was right. kind of a, a little, little upset that it was late at night and I was trying to fall asleep after all of the stuff I was going through in the day. And he's like, oh, it's on Twitter. And of course, my curiosity bug is like, here, let me go read it. And then it was like, oh, you should not have done that. <laughs> Well, live and learn. Okay, yes, so yeah. he gives you amazing pub, redacts your name, claims that he's protecting a potential minor by redacting yeah, yeah. his name, but the mob descends on you because of that or because, oh, I guess, what would you I say rebuttaled. You had the I rebuttaled the next day. Okay, so what, are you able to measure the response to the social media going viral as compared to what Grant posted? Before Grant, um, I think it was like a hundred shares, et cetera. And I think more of that was people that cared about the situation. Um, but then Grant, uh, then Sander had sent it to me. And I think after that whole situation, that's when it blew up. <laughs> right. I think Grant had a big, hand to play in how this turned out i 100 because i don't know how many people follow the group just to snoop through it once in a while to cause drama and i think that was more because of grant to say all right so you definitely got more reaction after grant's participation and what since then oh 100 percent 
Pardon? I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm My... messing around. I'm just want to make sure I maintain a good connection here because I think I was running a little low on my network speed. Hello. Um, I can hear you. What was your question? How since with Grant? Do you expect any type Well, of... I don't know, to be honest. I Keep going. I, I rebuttaled, and then I decided to leave social media. I was just like, I'm going to take a break. I texted a few friends through Facebook. I gave them my number, and I'm like, you could text me then because I, I just need a break. I can't keep reading it. It's not good for my mental health. I do. I need a break. Understood. So I knew that to take care of myself. Yeah, I knew that I had to do that for myself, and that was a very good thing. Like Thanksgiving weekend was awesome. That really brought it back, and that's why when I came back, I'm ready to fight again. <laughs> so I think I, I don't have any more posts to make really in the hugs of her mask because I'm not going nowhere. You know, I don't have an urgency right now to go anywhere. So I'm not trying to cause any more drama. So I'm just kind of staying quiet, laying low, working on my business that I have to do and just speaking about what did happen. That's all I'm doing. What have you learned from all this? Is there, and don't, you can't say it cause I, I kind of prepped you for this. Um, the answer cannot be the silver lining is I step back from social media. I'm, I'm looking for something deeper, something, um, and maybe, hey, I don't know is an okay answer. If you if nothing's hit you, I don't want you to force it. And also consider the fact that, listen to me, when I was young, um, that you might not get the impact, the silver lining for a long time. You know, uh, It does it, take time to get stuff, but mm -hmm. I 100% think I will refrain from making a post when I'm angry for the future point that I will think a little bit more like to be logical, like literally to think a little bit more before I speak, so to say. Mm -hmm. um, so far, that's kind of what's speaking out to me. But do I regret speaking at all? No, I will continue to say my piece in a sense, because, you know, I'm not like looking for drama. That's not why I came. I just came kind of to vent. And to tell others to be careful because it was a very emotional experience for me that if I could rather not relive it, that would be great. <laughs> you know? Got it. Uh, Shandor is on the Facebook feed and says oh. 80,000 views and 500 shares. Now, oh, 500 shares. Okay. Sorry, I, I mistake then. <laughs> I think that he's claiming a majority of those shares were hate shares. Oh, yeah, 100%. I do remember him telling me that. People love to cause drama, and that's okay. You know, like, it is what it is. That's, I think, my message for it all. I don't know what that means. So I don't know. I'm just I'm so like... Tired. It's like we're all in this together. It is what it is. But I don't know. I guess that's one good way of saying, what are you going to do about it? I don't know, but... I said what I said, and I can't take it back. What they have said to me, they can't take back. I've screenshotted it. You've seen it. I will probably remember most of what they said for a long time. And hopefully I get like my grandmother and I just forget it. <laughs> but, you know, All what right. they've said is and what I've said is. I'm not sure that this is healthy, but I do lots of things that aren't healthy. <laughs> Where's my oh. mouse? <clears throat> Hello. Oh, I seem can you to hear have me? Lost control. Oh, can you hear mind. me? 
I don't know. Technology sucks sometimes. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Meow. Uh, yeah, I can hear you. Can no, you hear me? I lost my mouse control. I don't know what's going on here. Oh. Uh -oh. I was going to share share the messages and just, I mean, you could do it, I guess, if you have. Oh, let me see if I got it. Let me see if I got it. Oh, he even messaged me. I had him muted. I couldn't hear you. I'm sorry, Shander. Am I saying that right? I don't Maybe know. my battery died in my mouse. Yeah, I think. See, I, I think. That's weird. Okay. Well, I think I can get it. Give me a second. All right. In the Let's meantime, I'm going to change the battery in my mouse, I guess. Let me know if you got it, if you can see it. I don't know. I can see it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So this is one of the comments that they decided to put on a picture of me and my boyfriend when for my birthday that I had taken. So she just literally clicked on the picture. Now, after this, Lisa I have controls. Mrs. Babies. <laughs> Right? Yeah, I'm apparently, like, talk to the people I've worked for. I think they would say differently. But this is the same woman where she smeared my picture and called me terrorist. Isn't that lovely? Oh, he's gone for a moment. It's crazy, this world, what exists out there. You probably had to laugh off screen. It's a funny situation, what happens, but it is what it is. Have you got more to share? Oh yeah, I do. I didn't know if you wanted me to wait for you. I just no, no. I'm, I'm. I was just. I just had to go get a battery and see if this helps. So this is the same woman who made a few. I couldn't even save them all because she had posted a hundred times different fat jokes. Like, <laughs> I get it. I'm fat. Thanks. Thanks. Like, uh, you know, thanks. I guess. <laughs> Oh, oh, here, this is my favorite one where she calls me fatty, fatty, two by four, can't fit through the kitchen door. You have one task to wear a mask, but you prefer your terrorism more. Wow, so cool. Thank you. Thank you, Rachel Shandy. You, you're good at poetry. Maybe you should stick to that, but more in a, a, a positive light. Maybe, yeah. you know, that's well, what you should do. Maybe consider not breeding either. Um, yeah, that, that would be great. I really would not like to get a call from you. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, so another woman had the nerve to bring up that she's anemic and that I'm in that job. But um, if you are able to wear a mask, good for you. If I am not, I know I'm not. So thank you for understanding that kind of thing. So they just go on like this, like this one person had to post the same thing of imagine being this stupid and thinking I'm not stupid and sharing practically the same message in different light a hundred times. So I don't know how long you want to leave it up for people to read. I can't even go through the mass exposure of stuff I had to deal with. <laughs> yeah, this is the one where we corrected her spelling of plague. Uh, yeah. The picture is very appetizing, by the way. Like a wonderful header to who you are in your image there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, then this one, this is the person that decided that I should get um, called child's aid against me. I haven't been to a birth. I haven't seen anyone. Like, it is what it is. Like, I'm not doing anything wrong in a sense. Okay. So this is my client who decided to go into grave detail of how my exemption was bullshit, as she liked to put it. So she just continued to go on. Like, this is three pages long. I just screenshotted it all. And she decided, because that's what I said, that I'd like to, I'm discontinuing our working relationship. Because she didn't pay. It was a freebie anyway. Um, and then she's like, that's fine. You're the one who's stubborn and stupid anyway. Okay, I don't I don't agree with you, so you're going to put stupid into it. But that's okay. 
So I made sure to circle the bylaw here where it says that a person who is unable to wear a face covering as a result of a medical condition or disability, human rights code and blah, blah, blah. They brought it up. So, you know, it's in the bylaw. Read it yourself and same with no frills. Maybe you should do a little research before you kick people out of your store saying it's not allowed. So this was all of my tweets that I responded to him. I, I saved it in a draft and I put little ones by it so that people knew which number of a tweet I was at. <laughs> I like to go detailed with my stuff. <laughs> uh, have you smoke, uh, have you, have you spoken, have you spoken to Grant LaFlash at all? No, he, I decided I would rebuttal on. with these 15 and then I would stop. Cause there's no point to fight a fire that he's just going to continue letting it burn and burn and burn and I will never Twitter? get it done. Pardon? Was he responding to you on Twitter? He did a few times. Um, something about that. I, that uh, no frills was in a Nazi store or I don't know, to be honest, I skim read his stuff because skim read it. Wow, yeah. Because pompous piece I, to of be garbage. honest, I don't care what he has to say. Wow. So. Um, in the future, if media yes. reaches out to you, are you happy to tell your I story? Hope, I hope not. <laughs> oh, I will tell the story for sure. Okay. Cause it happened and I'm, I've tried, I've been quiet about other things in my life that I regret not speaking up about. So I've decided with future incidents, I would speak up. So with this was an incident where I was like, speak up. So I did. And it's not gotten the response that I was hoping for, but I, I had made sure to show them what understand and relate was and things like that, because people, they don't get that. And then, then one person was like, uh, please, pretty sure Grant is well-respected journalist, blah, blah, blah. He should know the meaning. And I'm like, well, not the way you guys were posting. <laughs> not at all. You don't understand at all what the words meant. So yeah, I stand by that. I needed to correct you on that. And then she was like talking about, uh, one person was talking about my website, but I'm like, that's a hobby website. I haven't really edited to make it official or anything. It's more of like a hobby for my books that I have fun with writing and it's nothing professional and I've never claimed to be so mm -hmm. simple as that. So Jennifer here's the Lamers. definition of relate for those who want to know. <laughs> Jennifer Lamers is lame. Okay. Scroll through to anything that you think is important before we get out of here. I want to respect your time and you got another call coming up. Yeah. I don't think there was anything exact. I just literally showed you everything. Oh, there, no, that go, existed. Back. go back to Grant's oh. interaction with you. Yeah. Okay. This is all what he posted after the blackened of the name of the young woman because she might be a teenager. Wow. And then this is all what he posted about me. Wow. I think we uh, looked at this when I had sent Shandor on and I, I just screenshotted it all. Uh, like personally, now it's in record form that I sent it to you. you know, so if I so, ever have future, he's so clever. Jim Crow, Rosa Parks, what other, you know, I don't know. The comparison belittles what anti-black racism was and still is. It isn't over, folks. Nope. Uh, Jack fucker, show me. Show me where systematic, systemic racism exists in 2020, Grant LaFleche, you race-baiting piece of shit. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not very nice. 
Well, so this was know, what I had posted in response. Rather and then, than um, be helpful, rather than be anything but sensational, this narcissistic piece of garbage has nothing better to do than make life difficult for someone that stands up for a little bit of liberty, that stands up for not being discriminated against, for having a medical condition that requires that you don't bathe in your own waste. Grant LaFleche, you puke. You know what? I used to be friendly with Grant, and I, <laughs> several times in my previous decades of being in the public eye have extended a hand to a man that I warred with and said, you know what? And I did the same to Grant LaFleche. I said, Grant, I was in um, a campaign for mayor two elections ago to stop Walter Sensick from being elected mayor. Jeff Birch was my guy. I was hoping that he would have won. Um, I'm not saying that he would have been a better mayor than Walter. I think he would have got a lot more done. And Walter really hasn't done shit, so who cares? My mother was right. Jimmy, she used to say, and I'm going to put my mom voice on right now, which is not flattering. Jimmy, why do you care who the mayor is? Go to work. And she's kind of right because Walter has done nothing. Anyway, during that uh, election... At the Standard, before a debate with all the candidates, myself, Peter Secord, uh, Walter, I have no problem with Walter as a person. I can sit down with him. He probably doesn't feel the same way about me, and that's fine. Uh, I just was not a fan of the way he ran the, the uh, St. Catharines Chamber of Commerce, which he morphed into the GNCC, but it's not Greater Niagara anything. And there's all kinds of stuff that he. I just didn't want him to be mayor. I, I could sit down any time with him. And I said to Grant, listen, we're in, I don't want to go through 45 days of this, of you being a dick or, yeah. or whatever. I didn't put it like that, but I, I essentially said, can we just bury the hatchet? Whatever it is between us, can we just for the sake of the electorate and a good candidate, you know, a good race, like put this behind us? And I put my hand out and no. He was not interested in burying the hatchet. He was more interested in carrying on whatever. I don't know what I did to Grant, but my politics have changed over the last five years. So if you're not a guy that, and yeah, if you want to stop sharing now, that's great. Okay. If you're not a guy that doesn't think like they do, then that's it. You're out. And kind of the same thing with uh, with Walter. Um, so, and today... If he if he had a, like if his testicles had actually descended, and he could find the courage to call me and go, "Hey, Fannin, you wanted you want to do this on air?" I'd be like, "Sure." I'm not looking to make him look bad. I, I'm interested in a conversation where we can back up. If you see two opinions, right? They're like at the end of your fingers. Then if you go back, you see where the fingers join. You can find a place where you both agree. So let's find yeah. some common ground and then see where we split. So if I have no problem burying the hatchet, even like a, a scumbag like Andy Gill, I don't want to use this as a platform, Walter Senzik, I, I don't put him in that scum. I think he's got a good heart. He thinks he's doing a good job, and that's fine. I don't agree with a lot of the stuff he does. That's fine. I have no problem burying the hatchet and going, okay, for the, for the sake of everyone, can we just move on? 
So I'm not telling you that you need to be that guy, but don't you think it would have been nice if he had called you and said, what's your take? No. What he does is continue to perpetuate a negative narrative and make you look less than to put people on you that will carve you for your um, whatever you want to call it. Your, um, I don't know, lack of? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Your lack of thinness? I don't, yeah, you know what I mean? Like this is. There's a lot of it. If they want to <laughs> take some, they're more than welcome to. I'll happily donate to you. There is a lot of it. I've tried to lose weight. But you know, it's I'm not going great. What he's but done is perpetuate it. the mob to come after you for reasons other than what you think, what you did. Like, if somebody says to you, okay, uh, and this is why, you know, I I give you props for engaging with the people that seem reasonable. And then when they stop being reasonable, you just cut them. Yeah. Because, um, I don't know, enough of me. (coughs) Excuse me. Is there anything else that you want to say or do you have anything anything that you have? I guess I have maybe one advice to everyone because I feel like this is – continuing to be a spiral for maybe 2021 pick 12 new things you want to take up and each month dedicate a month to something new you want to learn i bought a thumb piano and that's what i'm going to be learning in january so take take the time because if you're getting this time to literally be paid and sit at home go and use it for purposes that might be worthwhile instead of going after someone on social media amen Now, to those that you feel might be responsible for putting you in this position, obviously the admin of the group that approved the message has some culpability. Uh, Grant LaFleche, I'm putting words in your mouth. Uh, Can you name, can you think of anyone else that's contributed to the mob coming for you? I actually don't blame anyone. I decided to post what I said and I stick by-ish what I said. So to what people decided to use with what I said, maybe not the greatest way, don't really appreciate it, but I still said what I said and that I can't take back. So So I don't blame anyone in particular. I'm not sure I used the term blame. I could have, but uh, if you were standing in front of someone that was responsible or partially responsible from the mob that came for you, like, this could have been an innocent post on your wall that didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Now you chose to put it in a public group. That's on you. I get yeah. that. Uh, you have a public profile to a certain extent. Yes. And you're posting in a public forum. So what you choose to put there is completely on you. I'm not saying you're yeah. a victim at all, but the narrative was definitely cooked up. So if you're standing in front of Grant today, would you have anything to say to him? about how he contributed to the impact in your life. I was already coming from a place of hurt and you decided to rub that hurt and make it like put salt in the wound in a sense. And maybe you didn't have that exact intention by trying to protect me, but you did add salt to the wound when you could have just let the wound try to scab. Over, mm-hmm. I possibly. appreciate your vulnerability and yeah. <laughs> what's the impact of that being on your life? Like if you could tell Grant, like, listen, you know, I don't sleep well. 
my boyfriend and I have lost intimacy. I'm on the outs with my aunt. I uh, can't look, you know, like what's the logistical impact in your life? And I'm, if it's positive, great. But if you could convey to him what this I've, is, how this has impacted you, how would you describe your impact? I have possibly lost over 24 hours of sleep, according to over the amount of days that I've like been awake and waking up at 4 a.m. I have also had um, extreme nausea and diarrhea over this entire session. I like not to go too grainy in details, but I take things literal, maybe too much more than I should. And even if I'm not mentally getting offended by it, my body has taken its toll. So I, I haven't checked the waistcoat in a little while, but I'm sure that I have either ate some of my feelings that I've recuperated through the loss of my movements, but you know, I don't know what to say. It's just, it is what happened, you know? Mm -hmm. Any other impacts you can think of? I feel like my family has suffered a lot. A lot of the people close to me have. Uh, that I wish they wouldn't have had to been drug, dragged through the mud. Like, I didn't like the fact that they came after my boyfriend or that they were getting into extreme arguments with my parents online over, like, literally giving birth to me. I'm like, I'm sorry they gave birth to me if that offends you so much. Like, I exist. You know, it is. A, you know, it happened 20 years ago. Can't change that anymore. But so I just I wish that kind of stuff didn't happen because you know i'm fine if you take a stab at me but once you go after other people damn you know i kind of don't like you too much right now <laughs> wow so i guess that's what i'd have to say the most that maybe before you post another time like i need to do for the future think before you post and what aftermath can occur Wow, wow, wow. Okay, I'm going to share up your uh, business page here again, I think. I'm going to try. Uh, Fruitful Womb Doula Services, Fertility yes. Support, Birth Support, post Postpartum Support, Bereavement. Now, what is, it, what is the bereavement coming after with the postpartum? Um, bereavement is if someone has lost a child. Gotcha. So if they've had like a miscarriage, stillbirth, or that how kind of much, how many uh, people do you get counseling services for that have chosen to end their pregnancy? I have not had any yet, but I don't think if they're deciding to go through that kind of support, I need to refer them to someone else because I'm not personally fit at this time to help people like that. But I will help afterwards if you need to talk or just let loose a little bit. Cool. Well, I hope it goes well for you. I hope that you come out of this with something uh, a little bit more positive. Um, I'm, I'm sure I will somehow. I give you props for, um, for staying in the game and not running away. I'm just scrolling through some of your hate messages now. Yeah, plague is a really tricky word to spell. I know. Uh, English is a very hard language. I totally understand everyone. Fat-ass memes are really low brow but okay i've i've just succumbed to low brow before um rachel shandy are these real people are you finding these are all real people or are are they they some... seem to be real people like based yeah. off pictures that they have and stuff i'm really like yeah they seem to be real people like my, my mom she's like is it lung condition his mother died from lung cancer yet he is still wearing a mask you know what shut up yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Well, that's why I told her I can't work with you anymore because I just, I can't, you know, I just can't do it. Jennifer Lamers. Man, I, um, I know some of these people. Oh, you do. I, to be honest, I have not met a single person that I know in this, except for the people that are my friends who have come to me with some messages that aren't so good or with people that have been hurt by the fact of people coming after their businesses, which, you know, personally to everyone who's watching and maybe if some of the haters are watching, like come after me, fine. But once you go after other people, then I'm starting to get peeved off. So leave them alone. Yeah. Now, now I'm getting angry. Mephistopheles. This guy is a complete gearbox. I mean, gearbox. I sorry, I can't tell if that's audacity or plain ignorance. Dude, you're dressed as a fucking devil on your AVI. Get a fucking life, you pretender. You fucking queer yeah. actor. Anyways, I'm. I shouldn't. I shouldn't get all upset for you. You're a big girl. You can take care of yourself. And there's Grant LaFleur. Laugh Flash. Wow. I do. I do want to say thank you to Sander or Shander. I'm sorry if I'm saying it wrong, but he has been amazing. He has really like all time, like maybe didn't agree with in the beginning, but then afterwards he really jumped in by writing this huge post in the group. Yeah. And like, I appreciate everything he has done. Like I've said it to him, but now I'm saying, saying it, you know, and just that he knows that I appreciate his kindness in this entire situation that some people didn't decide to give. Wow. Well, I give you props. Thank you for your time. Um, no, not, thank you. I'm glad I'm I could not... share this and maybe some people are watching. Maybe some people are listening. And then maybe it helps. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe I've just added more wood to the fire, so to say, but mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm staying clear of social media for just a little while. So, you know, this is just this time, but I'm going to log off. Well, stay strong, I can keep my head stay clear. healthy, watch your words. And um, I guess I don't need to tell you. Yeah. Wear Thank you. your mask. Oh, I'm kidding. My <laughs> sign offs lately have been peace love and normally i would say what usually comes after peace love and for hippies do you know what i'm talking about but now it's a little bit i don't know the last word though peace love and marijuana but now it's oh, peace, okay. peace love and take off your mask and go hug your neighbor i don't oh, think okay. we um well i know that we are in the middle of a mask experiment yeah a mask human experiment that we haven't considered all the impacts to and you know what the funny thing is now everyone's a political expert with trump everyone's an epidemiologist now with covid and everyone's a fucking expert on masks well guess what masks aren't the solution you know the lockdowns aren't the solution i officially know more people that have killed themselves than have contracted covid don't bring that shit around here. But these fucking clowns in the mainstream media only see one way to keep their job, and that's to perpetuate the orange man bad. I don't want to be defending Trump, but when you take him out of context all the time, it, it forces me to defend him because you're they're still saying good, find people on both sides. It's been like in context, he was talking about the argument of taking down statues. I don't want to get too political, but the false news narratives 
I'm just so tired of. And um, so props yeah. to you for standing for truth. And, you know, I posted this the other day. You idiots are going to look back one day and go, oh, it was the mask? I didn't even think of that impact. <laughs> well, if the no frills people are watching, if they'd like to send an apology and they've definitely lost our $12,000 a year, they'd like to come and try to get our business again. My PMs are open for an apology from the manager themselves or a phone call I'll take it to. If they'd like, I, I realize I don't even know if they'll be watching, but... Well, you know. and, and I think that's very biggie, uh, and I I would love to give you some hope that that narcissistic piece of <laughs> garbage so. would actually <laughs> apologize, but he's not going to wake up one day and go, honey, you know what? Like, I think he has a honey right now. Can, can you believe it? He actually has a, a girlfriend. I don't want to say who Oh, well, is. good luck to but them both. Imagine if he rolls over and he's honey, yeah, I think I'm going to apologize to Lisa today. Oh. Oh, really? Wow. No, that'll never happen. No, I, I don't think so. He's I a totally narcissist. Not. Everything revolves around Grant LaFleche and his use of big words and how he can, oh, social justice warrior. Oh, systemic racism still exists today. Shut up, Grant, you piece of gar... Uh, no, Grant, come on the show. I'll be nice to you. I'll give you an hour and a half. You can even can tag by me Zoom. In. Tag me in for a minute. Just like you did with Walter Senzik, a little love in. You know what? He's not interested in conversation. You know what he's interested in doing? Perpetuating, perpetuating the narrative to sell more papers and continuing to be employed and yeah. looking good and virtue signaling all the way down. And I say down because he's in a downward spiral. He's circling the drain. What you know? What's he going to do after the standard closes in about five minutes? Anyway, enough of me. Thank you very much for your time. Um, yeah, Thank you've, you. You've given uh, me a platform to, to vent some of my frustrations with this whole charade. and our local I appreciate media. it. I semi-hope I, semi I don't have anything super horrible and newsworthy to come back to <laughs> for you. But at the same time, I had a lovely chat and would love to do it again. But I don't, yeah, I no, don't I, plan such hope you. to be in this kind of limelight ever again. <laughs> Careful what you wish for. Yeah, I know, right? Knock on wood. <laughs> you're so Catholic. Please. <laughs> you're so Catholic. Oh, just on the way out, since you're signing the cross, um, yes. tell us about how your faith came into this. How is uh, your love for Jesus Christ, your personal and uh, your personal Savior, helped you get through this? <laughs> I'm mocking a little bit. I'm a Christian, but... And I used to be Catholic. I still kind of go like this once in a while when my Christian friends aren't looking. I haven't <laughs> had much problems. Like I know like when I was walking through the store, my mother always said to me, like, pray your Hail Mary is kind of when you're in trouble. So I was kind Don't of like pray freaking to Hail out. Mary. You're not allowed to pray, pray to saints <laughs> and stuff. You only pray to God and Jesus, the Holy Spirit. That's it. Stop it. Such a Catholic. <laughs> I am. I am. And to be I'm honest, gonna, I'm, I'm surprised. Gonna, what do you call Thankfully, it when you religious shame someone? <laughs> I don't know. But Catholics are again, everyone has their face. And so I know mine. And I've never belittled anyone on that. And yeah. they can try to come at me. I know where I stand, though. At me. <laughs> no, but uh, just on the way out, just a little bit about have you leaned on your faith? How, how faithful are you? And has, has it helped you through all of this? 
Sorry, I was uh, joking when you said praying to Hail Mary. Or Mary like, no, no, it's totally fine. I'm, I'm not the best Catholic, like not at all. I, I sometimes all the time say my sister is like 10 times better, but uh, I did end up skipping going to confession last week because I was just so upset that I didn't, I didn't know what to say. Yeah, it's totally coming for me this week though, but <laughs> your face, I, I love it. confession. Damn. Hey, if you brought religion up, I'm cool to talk. Like I'm an like I said, I'm an open book, and I think that's why people love to have is an extra thousand stabs they can take at me. But go for it. You know? I wonder what my men's group would say if I went down to St. Alfred's and gave my confession, and then came back to the group and say, "Hey guys, I went to Catholic confession today." <laughs> They'd go, "What? Are you? Oh, <laughs> have you lost the your priest mind? that the priest that we see? He is big on confession, so he brings it up like." every week every homily you get to hear and i'm like you know people are gonna go anyway like they choose to go everyone has a different relationship with their person that they believe in that's uh -huh. that's my faith believe yeah. on it so well don't be um going for communion without first oh first yeah confession. yeah i didn't go last week actually because my boyfriend was there so. i sin a hundred times from the confessional to the eucharist okay so there's no way yeah. that i'm going up to that eucharist with a clean heart man I am yeah. dirty, filthy sinner. Anyway, who cares? <laughs> I love this you. This was so much Thank fun. I was so time. stressed. That was um, that was great. But uh, yeah, lots of love. I uh, got a lot of admiration for your strength, and um, I'm sorry that you you got that. But uh, somehow down the road, you'd be thinking, hmm. I see where that worked for me. I see how that was a positive in my life even though going through it you know i've been fired i've been canceled i've been fired i've been recanceled and yeah. going through it especially when hey i had a couple decent jobs that yeah. provided a decent living at least one of them provided a decent living the other one was more like a volunteer and it broke me and i'm talking a long time of thinking, oh, if I just, just could get back to that place. And then with 2020 hindsight, going, oh, wait, that was a blessing? Oh, yeah. wait. You know, I was built to go through this? Wow. Negative things always have on the other side, time. thinking, oh, I wouldn't be here without the firing, without the cancellations, yeah. with all the things that I thought were so bad. I wouldn't have got any of the benefit that I'm now seeing. And now, trust me, that that can be a fleeting, opportunistic feeling from the standpoint of like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You spend a lot more time bathing in your sorrow and yes, licking you your do. wounds and getting ready to take on the day. But anyways, um, I think you're brave. On, I appreciate you. our time and um, yeah, let me know if I can help out any further. Well, thank you. I appreciate able to come on here, talk to whoever may be listening. Like I, you said, there were comments. I was like, I'm surprised that people are listening. No one's listening. I just oh. I joke about that. But no, we did have some comments on Twitch. Well, I'm on I'm on a bunch of different platforms at once. Oh, wow. Uh oh. Oh. Is it bad? No. Oh, okay. Oh, there's somebody just venting here. Oh. That's pretty long. Wow. 
<laughs> well, when you have it ready, send me the link because I'll totally share it around oh, it's my up, friends. It's, I'm it's up everywhere. I think it needs a, a few minutes to render on Facebook but and Twitter maybe. Okay. But as soon as I cut this feed, you should be able to see it on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and DLive. I don't think we made it out to the YouTube channel today. I've got to figure out which channel is going where because I've... YouTube is so hard to work. <laughs> no, it's censorship. I just keep getting strikes. And so my live privileges have been cut. And then yesterday or two days ago, as soon as I got back after my two-week suspension, I came back and posted a bunch of stuff that I should have known was going to get me taken down again. So now I'm on another two-week suspension. And so Oy. I'm building channels as fast as they can censor me. Good to know. All right. I love you. Thank you for your time. Stay yes, well. Yes, I love you. Thank and you. And let me know if I can ever help again. And um, contact information, how people get a hold of you. Facebook, uh, website. Yeah. Uh, well, Facebook I kind of took down for a while, but I am on Instagram still. I have the website where you can contact me there. Okay. And my phone number and you know email is there. So if you do want to try another, <laughs> it's there. All right, kiddo. Thank you very much. I'm going to eject Thank you. now. Thank you for your time. Appreciate it. Yeah. Bye. Lisa. Bye. Wow. That was quick. I didn't know you were going to say goodbye so quick. Oh, quickly. Uh, so that's Lisa if you need her. Uh, let's see. Let's get over here. I don't know if we need to go through all this stuff. Uh, what do you think? Decent conversation? Yeah, she actually came out and defended herself here and there. Huh. Uh, I don't know. What's this? Bylaw, face coverings. Well, Grant LaFleche, you're, you're a very kind and understanding individual. <gasps> Imagine you taking other people's feelings into consideration. Mm -hmm. all right peace love take your mask off go hug your neighbor i love you i am out